Welcome to the Essential Prepper Podcast. This is Mama Couts, and I am so thankful that you have joined me today to learn about how to get your family ready for what if. Hey there. How are you? Oh, I'm sitting on the front porch because the back porch is blazing hot right now. In Tennessee, we're having heat indexes of like 110. So I'm sitting out front, but we're on a highway. The cool thing is there must be a car show because there have been some amazing, amazing old, old cars going by. So I need to look that up. Like it's been so fun to watch all the cars. So it's been a hot minute. I probably say that every time because it does take a minute, <laughs> like weeks before I do another one of these um blogs but I just don't ever really have a plan and I just want to talk from the heart when I do have a plan and um so today I'm trying not to vent or rant and I don't want to be fear-mongering because I am not that style at all I hate that I hate fear-mongering um but I also have this gut sense. I'm sorry, there's so many cool cars going by. I wish I could show you, but I don't know them and I don't know if they want to be on video. Anyway, focus. I have my coffee because we're doing coffee on the porch, which I love my front porch. It's amazing. So I posted a meme on my Facebook page, Mama Couts on Facebook, which I'm sure you've probably been there. And it was a Lion King meme, y'all. And it was basically saying, remember when the mean lion was, um, took over basically, and all the hyenas took over and all the work that the lions, the, the tribe, not the tribe, what did they call that when it's lions? Anyway, everything was taken away. And I posted that because I kind of resonated with it because I'm like, hmm, kind of sounds like our world today. And I had a comment from somebody that clearly doesn't follow my page and it must have just popped up in her feed because she's like, shame on you, you're a Trumper. And I commented nicely. I said, no, ma'am, I'm an American. And it got me thinking because I can tell you right now, I would take mean tweets and all of the crap that went on when Trump was in office over what the shit show is that our America is today. And I'm just absolutely floored at the idea that there's people out there right now, honestly, out there right now, that think that this is Trump's fault or that gas prices are because of Russia. And I don't understand the thought process. I can you help me wrap my brain around why somebody would think that what is happening today, a year and a half after Trump is not in office, that this would be any of his fault? And then the other thing is, is like, I see things happening in terms of, and it's probably the algorithm I have on TikTok. I don't know. I'm just chatting. Grab your coffee. I'm in for the long haul, guys. <laughs> Because I'm thinking as I, I'm talking as I'm thinking. So we have 
farmers that are talking about their grain prices, they're having a hard time locking in their grain prices for fall because we don't know what diesel prices are going to do. We don't know. We just don't know. Right. So they're having a hard time and fertilizer and all of that, all of that is going up. So the logical thought process for me is grain, gas or fuel, diesel and fertilizer are all going up. Who's going to pay for that? The consumer. The consumer, you and I are the ones that are going to end up in the long run having to pay for all that because the farmer can't just absorb that extra cost. He wouldn't make any money. They don't make enough, enough money as it is, right? So, and I'm talking just about cattle. I'm not even talking about, um, like, corn and all of that. So, I guess it's like a slow trickle, right? Like, they're just kind of inching up the gas prices a little bit. And so, people are like, well... I can do four fifty. I can do five dollars. I'll just not buy coffee this month, or I'll just you know bring it in a little bit on the grocery budget. I'll maybe not buy as much beer or wine this month. Like I'm talking fancy, you know, middle class fancy America right now. I'm not talking lower class. I'm talking. This is what we're doing because my husband has a very well paying job. We won't get to retire when we wanted to because our 401k is absolutely tanked. And some would say that's white privilege because I have a 401k. Yes, thank God I have a 401k, but it's not doing us any good right now. Like, we've lost so much money on it. And what are the people doing that don't have the privilege of just, hey, let's not buy as much beer and wine this month? We're going to tighten up our bootstraps and that's tightening up my bootstraps. Like I've been doing the prepping thing for so many years. I'm not really worried about our food storage. I do have a huge gap in the what's in our pantry in between versus the 25 year shelf life because canning, I haven't done any canning. I don't really buy canned food. We do frozen veggies. So I do see a big gap there. We're talking about getting a freeze dryer. So we can do our own freeze-dried food because freeze-dried food now is so much more expensive than it was when we started eight years ago. Thank God we started eight years ago. What are you doing? What are you doing? Leave in the comments. I'm really actually, I'm honestly curious. What are you doing to get ready for what's coming? Because there's some rumors that are like, there might not even be elections in November because, because of whatever reason. Insert conspiracy theory right so I don't know about that I don't know if there will be or won't be I don't know what good it's gonna do because then my other process thought process is like everybody in the world knows that Biden cheated to win everybody like 2,000 mules I haven't watched it yet I've heard it's really good it's all out there laid out for everybody to see and nothing's happened nobody's done anything and I guess I don't understand that. How, how has nothing happened? How is he able to get away with it? These are the questions I have. So would it matter if there was another election in November? Because they're going to cheat. <sighs> so what are you doing 
Are you buying an extra can or two when you go to the grocery store? Are you buying a little bit of rice, maybe some beans, which I don't even freaking eat rice and beans, but we have a lot of it. But when I first started prepping, I had four kids. Now we have seven because of significant others and a grandbaby. So that's eight people that we have to prep for. I actually, one one son is off fighting fire and he would do very fun. He'd be, he'd be okay. I, I don't worry about him at all. He's basically a survivalist and he lives in his truck when he does fire. He could get home if something catastrophic would happen. Obviously, you can tell I've been, re I've just finished reading one of Bobby Akehart's books, The Perfect Storm. So that's where my brain is. I don't think that's going to happen though. So not fear mongering, just telling you where my brain is. Yeah, I don't know. I. You need to have skills. Like if you don't know how to can, learn to can. If you can have chickens, have a couple chickens in your backyard. That'll provide some eggs. Maybe meat eventually if they get old and quit laying. Maybe do some meat chickens. I've heard the turnaround on meat chickens is only like six to eight weeks. So learn how to dress a chicken. And I don't mean put clothes on it. These are just my thoughts. I'm also wanting to still live my life because that's a thing. There have been times in my life when we first actually started becoming um, aware of what was going on way back in like 2013, 14, 15. Um, we like made super extreme um, financial decisions with a car and buying quads to bug out with and just all this stuff. We went one, one extreme to the other. Quit living life, really. Didn't go on any vacations. Didn't want to leave that leave a 100-mile radius because of whatever reason. And then now those pendulums kind of swung the other way where I'm like, we still need to live our life. We went to Italy. And if stuff's going to happen when we're there, I know where I'm going. So I need to, to trust God's plan for my life and not live in fear because the fear is not from God, right? So I, it's a fine balance because I want to be wise, but I also want to live my life, which you can do both, right? I'm not saying that I'm not wise because I'm living my life. What I'm saying is I need to be wise with the resources I have in terms of money, especially, and not just go out there and be like, oh, the world's going to end. So I'm going to go on a trip around the world and rack up a bunch of credit card debt because the world's going to end anyway. So might as well go out with a bang. As tempting as that is, I'm not going to do that. So just some thoughts for you, like maybe learn a skill. Like I said, learn canning, get chickens if you can. They're super easy. Of all farm animals, they're the easiest. They may be the gateway farm animal because last time we got chickens, we ended up with goats and pigs. Um, I don't have a desire to do that now because I know like survival situation, I would totally do it, but I don't have the desire to do that now. Maybe freeze dry. Well, not freeze dry. Freeze dryer is a huge investment. And so that's why we haven't pulled the trigger on that yet. Um, but it's not going to just be us that uses it. Other family members can use it. And if it helps them put up food, that's less food of ours that they're eating, in a sense. Or combining, I guess. Vacuum sealing. The vacuum sealer at Costco is the one I bought a few years ago. And their prices are good 
and their prices on the vacuum bag or the bags are good. So that's a really good place to start too. Um, so I'm concerned about the power issue, the electricity, because of where we live. And they're already asking us to like turn up our thermostat a little bit. Like I, I had ours at 80 yesterday, which seems like it was really hot in there until you go outside and come back in and then it was fine. So if you, if I started feeling warm, I was like, I'm just going to go outside. And then I come back in and it's totally comfortable. So I did at least do that. Don't do laundry between two and five, you know, don't do your dishes, you know, all of these things because of the drain on the power system, but they all want us to have electric cars. So if we are already not able to keep up with the air conditioning, why would we have electric cars? I don't understand, but whatever. Um, so uh, canning is where I was going with that thought. I want to can more than I want a vacuum seal because of the power grid and the freezer. So I would like to vacuum seal more food, although, or, and can. Like you can can chicken and hamburger. You can check that out on the blog. There's um, instructions on how to do both of those. I've even canned bacon. Um, so you need to pressure can it, not water bath. There's a difference. And it's okay to do pressure canning on the glass stove top. Don't leave it alone. Don't leave the room. Don't like, yeah. But what we did is we actually got a two burner standing um, propane burner stove thing. I think it's Camp Chef, probably got it at Cabela's. And we use that to can outside because it gets hot. Um, so just thoughts. These are just my thoughts. I'm just kind of rambling, drinking my coffee, sitting on my porch, watching the really cool cars go by. And I'm hoping that this video works this week because the last one I did, I videoed, I recorded in slow-mo and it was some really good content. A little bit of the same of what I talked to today. So I didn't end up putting it out because it was in slow-mo and you didn't, you couldn't understand what I was saying. So anyway, I hope you're doing well. I hope that you are listening and paying attention. Of course, I'm gonna end this video and this this podcast with, if you need essential oils, which I helped a lot of people last month at the Homestead Festival get their essential oils for their emergencies. And that is totally a thing. Like shelf stable, able to have a long shelf life, if you keep them in a cool, dark place, I have oils that have been on my shelf for five years and they're just as potent as they were when they bottled them because they are sealed in a cold, dark place. And I am not concerned about first aid, um, any types of immune issues or stomach bugs, um, even cooking like spices. You can prep all the spices you want. They won't stay fresh unless you vacuum seal them. And then once you pop that seal, you're going to have to use them up these oils you can use for that. Um, like oregano and thyme and that type of stuff. So I don't use them currently. I use lemon a lot. I use grapefruit a lot in my water to keep my system flushed, but um, it's just an option. So anyway, I hope you're doing well. Uh, I will leave a link below for my essential oil uh, first aid class. It's free. Um, free to join, free to go through that. It's only a couple days long and it gives you some basic first aid for essential oils information. So anyway, be blessed and we'll talk to you soon.
Thanks so much for joining us today. If you have any questions about essential oils and preparedness, join us over on Facebook, The Essential Prepper. It's a community of like-minded individuals all learning about how to use oils in their preparedness plan. Also, if you want to go to mamacouts.com forward slash free essential preparedness ebook, you will be able to get an excellent information-packed ebook all about essential oils and how to use them in your preparedness plan. Anyway, have a great week and I will see you next time. Bye-bye.